Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back once again to the Amateur Athlete. I'm Abram. I'm Steven. What is good, everybody? Tonight, we're going to have just... Uh, we're just going to take it easy tonight, really. Yeah. I don't know if I would call it simple, but probably is. Is anything ever simple with you and me? Fair point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, for... So for this episode, we're just going to be talking about our all-time favorite gridiron films. Of oh, this is this this is going to probably cost some fights. Probably, and I honestly do see this one maybe taking an hour and a half. I really hope not. I don't I don't see it really taking an hour and a half. I think Yeah. I think if we at least stay on track and like not get into a giant discussion on it. We could probably get it through within like forty five minutes, right? But I think if we go, I mean, if we could definitely say our honorable mentions. I mean, we have what we do is we have fifteen our top fifteen each, mm-hmm. and we each have five honorable mentions. Five? Try twenty five. Well, you also put like forty some odd movies on there. That's that's true. And basically, what I did was is I just like. Wrote down every single movie I could think of, and then I just kind of listed my favorite top fifteen, and I just left the other ones as honorable mentions. Well, the good news is, like, there are some movies on there that I completely forgot. Yeah. All right. Well. All right. Well, let's get to it. I'm just gonna run through my honorable mentions since I kind of have a lot of them. Um, my first honorable mention is the one that I kind of almost forgot about, and and you did too. It's the. Uh, Garbage picking, field goal kicking, Philadelphia phenomenon starring Tony Danza. Dude, I still I still cannot believe I completely forgot that one. That one was a freaking Disney Channel classic. It really was, yeah. But I really feel like it was kind of short lived, though. To be honest with you, it was incredibly short lived because outside of like the Disney Channel, like when you would like watch it every Friday night. Yeah, exactly. No, or no, actually, no. It was like either Friday or Saturday night, wasn't it? Something like that, yeah. Kids these days will not know the struggle that we went through. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyways, so... Next up, I have a film named Lucas, which was released like in like 1985 or something like that. So... I have not seen Lucas in a long time. Same. Good movie, though. Yeah. And then there's Angels in the End Zone. With uh, Matthew Lawrence, Christopher Lloyd, and David Gallagher. See, I did not forget about that one. That yeah. One, that one was just too good. I would be concerned if you had forgotten that one. Oh, I know. I mean, I think that was I think that was up there with probably Angels in the Outfield. That was probably one of the two, probably the two better ones. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were basically the exact same storyline, just different sports. Yeah, it, kind of. I mean, you could definitely, you definitely know that there's different ones. Yeah. What's your next one? Okay, uh, the game plan with uh, Dwayne Johnson. Oh, you d- you did not put that one on there. It's just an honorable mention. Relax. Okay. I'm, yeah, I'll give you that. I mean, yeah, that, that definitely would not one of the Rock's better performances. It's really not. And again, my honorable mentions are in no particular order. I just kind of threw them on there, and then I've got. Field of Vision, which I only saw like maybe once. Yeah, I've only seen it once. Not, not fantastic, but still pretty decent. Yeah. And then there's uh, the replacements with 
Keanu Reeves. Uh, I actually, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and spoil this one. The replacements are also on my honorable mentions, and I mm-hmm. hated that I did. Yeah, same. I was kind of disappointed that it didn't make it to my main list of 15. Honestly, like, I probably, if I would have had, if I would honestly, like, really think about it, like, but the thing is, like, all of these, all of these that we have on there are just too good. This is very true. You're not wrong. Like, you could, well, you could probably make a top 50 list for. Probably if we wanted to. If not close, maybe a top 25 list. Like, this, this, this list would be insane. Yes, it would. And not to mention, that would take us, like, maybe, like, a good two three hours to record it and we don't want to put you guys through all this kind of pressure yeah anyways or torture uh, for that matter <laughs> yeah absolutely and and the next one i have is um invincible the story of, of uh, vince papali wait that one's on your honorable mention it is that one was so good it was you're not wrong i'm not going to deny that but you'll see why it it didn't quite make the cut okay and then Gridiron Gang with, with uh, again with Dwayne Johnson. Uh, again, not one of his better performances, but still really good. Yeah. And then, oh, uh, can't forget about the Little Giants. I like the Little Giants. Yep. Yep. Oh, and then uh, my next two are The Longest Yard, the 1974 film, and then The Longest Yard, the 2005 version with Adam Sandler. Both good. Yep. And then, um... So, I mean, both uh, both of them are relatively good. I'm kind of... As bad as it is to sound, like, I kind of lean towards the 05 version just because, like, I could, like, relate to a lot of them better. Yeah, exactly. That, and you could you could name all, like, the athletes on both the guards and the, the inmates. Yeah. Relatively easy. And, like... And like the very first time I had watched that movie, I didn't realize that uh, Goldberg was in it as one of the inmates. What? Yeah. Did you also realize that Kevin Nash and Stone Cold Steve Austin's in it? Yeah, uh, Stone Cold played one of the guards. Uh huh. Yeah, I believe the Great Khali was in it too. He was in it. Yeah, and he was like, "Now I don't have to stab you." <laughs> <laughs> And he actually took weeks and weeks of language uh, language classes, and he still, no one could really understand what the heck he was saying. That's and true. And I think if you like actually look at like the bonus footages, like the guy is like seven ten or whatever, and he wears like a size like twenty four boot. No, he's not that tall. He's only like seven three. Uh, well, I mean, I, don't, I really don't know. So, I mean, yeah, they said it was he was seven foot ten. I would say he's that probably was about a- seven three. Yeah, that was a stretch, 7-10. Anyways, um, but yeah. And the next is Jerry Maguire, um, The Express, Dion's Double Play. I need to get to my, I need to get to my honorable mentions, otherwise we'll be here all night. Yeah. I mean, I was just trying to rush through my honorable mentions real quick. And then, and I can just let you have at it after that. Okay, I mean, you also have like literally a ton of honorable mentions too. Yeah. Well, okay, then just go ahead and knock yours out, and then I'll just do the rest of mine real quick. Well, unlike yours, I only have five honorable mentions. Right. Five honorable mentions since okay. I thought we were just doing a top fifteen. Yeah. So what I did was, 
I literally went through and the ones that I absolutely loved, mm-hmm. like overall, I, I basically put on a list. Like, yeah, exactly. But these are my honorable mentions okay. in no particular order. Okay. The replacements. Yeah. You gotta love Keanu Reeves. Yeah, of course. In that movie, he was so good. No, this guy. Angels in the End Zone was definitely a great movie. Yep. Here's one I think you might might have forgotten about. Carter High. Carter High. Um. As you can tell, I have him stunned. That was the story of the team that beat Odessa Permian in the, I believe it was... Friday Night Lights. In Friday Night Lights. That's right, yeah. I didn't forget about it, I just... I don't know I don't know why. Well, it was good, but it's, it was more interesting because mainly I like documentaries. And I, I'm weird like that, I like documentaries, but I thought it was relatively interesting the fact that these kids that had D1 commits when they were probably like freshmen, sophomores in high school. yeah. Like, they literally, I think they were, like, one of the few teams in Texas that actually had, like, maybe 20, 25 D1 commits. Yeah. I actually, And almost all of them ended up getting into trouble. Actually, yeah. Or in some way, shape, or form. I actually th- thought I had that on, on, on my honorable mentions list, but I don't. Next one is The Waterboy. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, okay, I love Adam. I love Adam Sandler movies. I think they're great. I personally think that some of them are so stupid that they're funny. Yep. That's why I like them. Yep. But you can't deny all the Bob Boucher jokes. I mean, you just yep. can't. Mama said, "Baseball is the devil." Oh my gosh. <laughs> but yeah. But and my final honorable mention, and I went back and forth of putting this on my honorable mentions mm-hmm. or not. Yep. Like it. Like, but I felt like I probably need to because I liked it. It's just not one of the movie, and it's a great. It's a great film. Right. But it's not one of those that I will like randomly just pick out and just watch it. It's like one of those things that you kind of have to be in the mood for. Yeah. Radio. Radio. Yeah. That one's actually made it to my top fifteen. To be honest. So. Well, I mean, like. I went back and forth between them because it's a great movie. It really is. But I, I won't go out of my way to say, yeah. hey, let's just watch radio. And the majority of my top 15 list, I will literally go out of my way, if I'm in the mood for it, to watch it. Yeah. Especially during football season, no doubt. Oh, I probably wouldn't even watch it during football season because I'd be watching football. Exactly, yeah. Like These, these will probably like be the movies that I'd be watching while either OU or whatever is on a bye week. There you go, yeah. Okay, so... Or, like, just before football season starts to get you in the mood for football, I guess you could say. Yeah, I could probably say that's a little bit better. Yeah. Anyways, um, the rest of my honorable mentions real quick. Um, so, I've got Seau. It's a documentary on a former Chargers linebacker, Junior Seau. Oh, yeah, Seau. Yeah. I... Really liked him as a linebacker. I'm not gonna lie. He was he was crazy as a linebacker. He was yeah. great. He was a great linebacker. Like yeah. the problem with him is like he played so aggressively that it it was ultimately his downfall. Yeah, and in a way, he was kind of almost up there with uh, Ray Lewis in a way. Ray Lewis 
to me, Ray Lewis is on another level. Ray True, Lewis is yeah. one of those, like... I'm not going to deny that. No, I mean, like, Ray Lewis is one of those that he's probably the nicest human beings on this planet. Oh, yeah. I mean, coming from, like, certain people, a.k.a. Patriots fans, who might actually think that he's still a convicted murderer. Yeah. Even though there was... He was basically dropped of all charges due to lack of evidence. Right. I mean, you would... I mean, there had to been some evidence, evidence there for that particular thing happened there's no way I personally think that there's no way that he could have done that yeah yeah and for those that are either too young or don't even remember that was when uh, a young I believe it was a young man that was killed outside of a nightclub or a strip club in Atlanta I th- yeah I think that's right so something along that lines yeah um okay so uh next I have a movie called uh Touchback Ooh, I forgot about that one. Yeah, and then and and then I also have undefeated um, concussion. I believe Will Smith is in that one, and I think he analyzes like you are correct. And I believe he analyzes like the effects of concussions and football players and stuff right. like that. That's actually based on true stories. Yeah, I believe so. And then I've also got Greater Draft Day. And then um, I had to put this next one on there because as I would watch it all the time as a kid. I'm pretty sure you did too. Um, Airbud Golden Receiver. Yes, I did. I mean... I think anyone that at least were, was born in the very early 90s... Can honestly, or even like the even the late eighties, which we could which we could definitely say that we were we're both like uh, babies of the eighties, like the very last part of it. Yeah, but you more than me, but only by a little bit. Yeah, but I think anyone like grew up in the nineties would actually say that yeah, any kind of Airbud movie. Yeah, whether it be like the basketball, football, baseball, and they even did a volleyball one. Well, and a soccer. The the thing was like the soccer one, the volleyball one, and the baseball one. I never really got into because it seemed so freaking cheesy. True. Like the football one and the basketball one, those were good. Yeah. So basically, one and two, I like. Hands down, those are still my two favorites. Exactly. I think that. Anyways, uh, to wrap up my honorable mentions, I have I have about four more. I've got Brian's song. Great, great, great movie. Yeah, I've got uh, any given Sunday. That was a good one. Yeah, and I've got Varsity Blues. I still love Varsity Blues. Yep. And Paul Walker was in that one. Oh, I know. Yep. Like everyone knows that Paul Walker was in that one. I mean, yep. That I mean, that was such a great movie. Like, it really was. And the crazy thing was, like, those were one of those like MTV movies. True. I mean that that was just that was just a great movie all around. Yep, rest in peace, Paul Walker. Mm-hmm. And then, and then my last honorable mention is uh, when the game stands tall. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that movie basically just kind of shows how you respond to like adversity and stuff because that movie was based on a true story of how the how this one team. Uh, snapped their 151 game winning streak well I mean could you imagine being one of those players 
what that what that lost their their hundred and some odd game one hundred and fifty one game streak. Yeah, God, I couldn't even imagine. Like you want, you I would feel like you let you the whole basically team down. don't lose for what ten years, something like that, easily. Yeah, can you imagine? And then you like, lose, and you just feel like you let everybody down. The school, the town. Yeah, the school, the town, like just like everyone in general. I mean. Especially if you grew up in a small town, or at least, oh, yeah. or at least played football in a small town. Yep, that's got to be brutal, right? Yeah, because I don't know if you would know about this, but you would probably be close because you went to a smaller high school like I did. Yeah, like, true. Like in like the high school I went to, shout out to uh, Prague High School, home of the yep. Red Devils. Mm-hmm. Football was everything. Yeah, but I mean, like literally, the town would shut down to go. To the game, like you would see, like the entire town there, it's insane. Yeah, but but the crazy thing was, especially about that, especially about that, football was king, was king just on Friday nights, but they were not the but no one. What's the right word of saying this? Like football was one of those that was kind of secondary, just to go to the game. Right. Everybody in town actually went to go see the band. Interesting. And the crazy thing was, I was part of I was part of that. Nice. I ain't hating. I got a couple state titles out of that. Nice. I never actually knew that. Mm-hmm. Like everyone, like when we would go to like band competitions uh-huh. or whatever, like they would ask like what college we are. Yeah. Like we were that big. Like there was literally almost a hundred people in in that band. And, wow. And I will say our band director was harder than any football coach I've ever had. That's kind of hard to believe, but yeah. Oh, it's oh. Can, if you know her, I know my old band director. Shout out to Miss Kathy Evie. She's absolutely the greatest. Um, she was hardcore. Yeah, I'm sure. And, and she's still going at it. And I think year. Oh God, she should be in year twenty or thirty three. I think. Wow, that's crazy. Like, like yeah. Please tell me you've seen the movie called Drumline. Really? <laughs> I was in band. Of course I saw Drumline. <laughs> it's true. Did you see the second one as well? I did. I still feel like I kind of like the first one better. But... Oh, the, well, the thing is, like, with some things, like, the, the original is sometimes always better. This is true. I mean, there's probably a few certain movies that the original is not always the better, but it's still good. Yeah. But... More oftentimes than not, the original is always better. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so we are now on our top 15. Steven, what is your number 15? My number 15 is the Express. Okay, right. I mean, you, you, you can, that was the thing that I was trying to debate between the Express and radio. Yeah. That they're both equally good. Yeah. I mean, you got to go through, like, how he battles, like, through, like, racism, especially in the South and Texas. Yeah. Like, it's, I mean, it's a, it's such a great film. No, that, yeah. It really is. And, and then he became, like, I believe one of the very first African-American players drafted to the NFL. Yeah. And consider, and, uh, and he's probably, still to this day, a pioneer for, for football. Right. And, I mean, I, I still love that film. Yeah. Okay. Was that was that the movie that talked about the first African American to win the Heisman Trophy? Uh, or was that a different film? I think that was a different film. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. But yeah, I'm pretty sure that film was on my honorable mentions list. Anyways, my number 15 is The Waterboy with Adam Sandler. I know you said it was on your honorable mentions list, but I mean... I, I can't I can't disagree with you because yeah. Waterboy was one of those that I would like I would like to watch if yeah. I needed a good laugh. Exactly. I mean, it was just one of those that like it's so stupid it's funny kind it, of thing. It really is. Like yeah. you can do it. Yeah. Uh, Rob Schneider. Uh, but yeah. So, what about your number fourteen? My number fourteen is We Are Marshall. Are you insane? Uh, that's a little too low for me. I, I like We Are Marshall, but yeah. I'm not. But it's not one. But it, again, I'm basing this off of like how I would watch this. Right, right. So, and this is also an opinion. This is true. So, and again, this is not a definitive list. This is just how we like these movies. Exactly. Yeah. So I like We Are Marshall just because of the of how. <laughs> That town goes through, what all that town went through. Yeah, within, exactly. Yeah. Within what a year, something like that. Yeah, and uh, I think for those of you who don't missing... know, like this is the story—a story of uh, the Marshall Thundering Herd, who the uh, the entire football team, and I believe the in seventy six, I think something like that was in a the entire team. Literally, the entire team was in a plane crash in West Virginia. Yeah, like co- uh, head coaches, players, boosters. All of them were in a plane crash, and it was it was tragic. Yeah. I think there was only maybe a couple f- uh, a couple players who didn't take that trip. Oh, there was. I mean, yeah. there was maybe f- there's maybe three four, or four. Yeah, at most. I mean, like they were the one, and one of them. Was, I mean, a few of them were there because they were injured, and one of them actually didn't go on the trip because he overslept. Nice. I forgot about that part. So, but and it's how. Uh, and they actually went out of their way to uh, get freshmen to uh, to play football. Yeah, because it, it because you got to think about this: the NCAA did not allow freshmen to play at all. Like they had like their own little like little college JV team, or they were basically on the practice team. Right. Basically, like nowadays, if you were to think of like college footballs, like practice squad that's basically what they were basically this is basically what they were right yeah basically okay like, and think about it now like it's basically the same thing now yeah i mean the young the oncoming freshmen are basically like you're going to add to the practice squad but you're still learning the playbook i was like that my freshman year of high school and we got used as tackling dummies as well oh yeah let me tell you oh yeah i yeah. remember those yeah anything else you want to add on that no i mean like it's an interesting story because you tell it because there's so many different ways that this whole movie can go. It just overcomes yeah. adversity, and it's oh, yeah. and Big it's time. just a fantastic movie. Matthew McConaughey. I I would actually say it's one of Matthew McConaughey's best films. Yeah, true. Yeah, I would agree with that. Okay, what is your number four, teammate? Okay, so my number fourteen is one of the ones that came out when when uh. We were back in high school, I believe, and it was uh, Friday Night Lights. Can't disrespect that. Yep, yeah. good movie. Good movie. Great movie. Like yeah. I, I actually love Friday Night Lights. James like, James Booby Miles. Mm-hmm. Yep. And once he got hurt, that was it. He was done. I mean, he tried to come back, but it didn't work. Well, I mean, like the sad thing is, like, 
I also like. I'm also one of those that I actually like to see like the behind the scenes. Yeah. Why? But this is also back when uh, we all had like the DVD, like all DVDs, and like they say behind the scenes or this the story behind the lights or whatever. Yeah. Because I because this is one of those one of those that I actually read the book before. Oh, did you really? I, I'm actually more surprised that I actually read it. Nice. In general, because yeah, I do sure. not read. Yeah. But the book and the film, uh, the book and the film, while they have their differences, is still incredibly good. Yeah. But what I liked, what I liked about it is like it has like that small town feel, and it's just like, oh wow. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, like they are. I mean, still to this day, Odessa Permian is still like highly, highly ranked. Oh yeah. But anyway. Going back to that, watching the like the behind the scenes stuff, like uh, James Booby Miles, like he had literally every offer you could think of, like yep, like he had Texas, Oklahoma, every Nebraska, everybody, yeah. And you got to remember, Texas, Oklahoma, and Nebraska were the three kings back True. back in the day, yeah. But it was that stinking leg injury in the, I believe, like was the first game or whatever. I think it was like the. St- I think it was like the second or third, maybe something like that. But yeah. Either way, like he was a he was supposed to be like one heck of a running back. Yeah, but oh, when your ACL goes like that, it's hard to get back to it's, the way you especially were, especially during your senior year. Yeah, that's it's almost impossible to get back to the way you were. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, the thing that actually he tried like, though. Yeah, I mean that was one of the things that actually it, it came out like right when I was trying wanted to make a decision to play football or not. Yeah. But I also was wasn't taking into account that Texas high school football and Oklahoma high school football two very different things. Yeah, nowhere near on the same level. No, I mean the only, I mean probably the only school in Oklahoma, at least in the Oklahoma City area, that can come relatively close uh-huh. is probably UConn. True. UConn Stadium is ridiculous. And maybe like, and maybe like just like a team in general, like throughout Oklahoma. I was thinking, Jinx. Maybe yeah. Jinx Union and UConn. That's maybe Jinx it. Union and UConn probably have the stadiums that could probably do it. But yeah, I don't know if you've seen this, but have you been to Allen, Texas, or at least seen it? I've been through there. Their a few stadium times. could probably rival Oklahoma Memorial Stadium. It's insane. Dang, I don't know why, but I feel like a lot of these high schools like go way too over the top with their stadiums. Well, I mean, it's if it's from Oklahoma standpoint, then yeah, I kind of get it. But yeah. But if it's Texas, no, because yeah. Texas high school football is Texas high school football. True. I mean, for example, uh, Edmund Memorial j- just got a brand new football stadium up there. No, so did uh, yeah. Evan North. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and real quick, talking about stadiums, uh, my old high school just got their stadium redone. It used to be like the ugly grass and stuff. From back in the day, uh, for real, and, and and now it's all like the nice turf and everything. It's beautiful. I uh, can't really say much about it in my old high school. And life. I'm sitting there like, where was all this stuff when I was here 13 years ago? That's still hard to believe that we've been out of high school for 13 years. Yeah, true. But anyway, so I believe we're at that 13 now. Okay, so you did say you're 14. Yeah. Okay, so my number 13 is The Blind Side with uh, Sandra, Sandra Bullock. I personally have that one a little higher on my list, but yeah. still really good. Yeah. I, 
I was debating on putting it a little higher on my list, but I just couldn't quite get there because I have so many others ahead of that. Well, I mean, that was so good. Like, the yeah. kid that played Michael Orr did a fantastic job. He really did, yeah. And I think you can't really deny that Sandra Bullock and Tim McGraw was, like, almost perfect. Yeah, and, and, like, and like the thing about Sandra Bullock is this. She's basically, like, great in everything, almost. I really can't deny that because she really is. yeah. But I mean, Sandra Bullock had a had an obstacle of playing this woman who was very uptight. Yeah. But it still had a heart of gold to actually bring this kid in because he's homeless and doesn't yeah. have anybody. Mm-hmm. But it's still a great movie. Yeah, and then he goes on to be one of the. Best offensive tackles at Ole Miss, and then he goes to uh, the Ravens, and then he goes to the Ravens in the NFL. Yeah, and I, I want to say he won a Super Bowl with the Ravens too. I, I believe he did. Well, I mean, he's on. I think if I remember, he's either out of football right now, or he is. And now I'm actually kind of curious to see if he's actually still in football or not. Yeah, but Michael Orr was definitely one of very an inspirational. Very inspirational story. But, I mean, I think we're definitely looking at him now because I think we're trying to figure out if he's still on still on the team or not. And it looks like yeah. he is not, yeah. actually. I, I, they said the last team that he played for was the Carolina Panthers in 2016, so. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he is a... He is a Super Bowl champion. He is a Super Bowl champion. He did win the, with the Baltimore Ravens, unfortunately. Yep. And unfortunately, it was against my 49ers, so... But the thing about that particular Super Bowl, like the Ravens and the 49ers, I wanted the 49ers to win, but I was not upset that the Ravens won, too. Yeah. Okay. So, going on to my number 13, Greater. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that story is just almost too good to make up. True. Like... Brandon Burlesworth, like, you gotta go through a kid that was, that's been overweight his entire life. Yep. But he still has his faith in his spirit, and he has his high hopes. And he wants to become an Arkansas Razorback. Yeah. So, instead of getting a scholarship from, I think, I think, like, the, the best one he got was, like, a D2, but he wanted to be a Razorback, so he walked on in Arkansas. Yeah, this is true. And he lost, I think, maybe 100 pounds? Just to be a Razorback. Yeah, sounds right. And uh, he ended up, and this is actually based on a true story, and he was considered probably the greatest, probably one of, if not the still, as much as I hate to say this about our own Baker Mayfield, he's probably the greatest walk-on that ever lived. Yeah. And for those that don't know, that he actually got drafted by the Indianapolis Colts, and like literally three days later after he was drafted... He was killed in a car accident. Yeah, I mean, and the sad thing was he was in a he was in a car accident uh, going to pick up his mom for church. Right. So I mean, the, you cannot deny at least the heart that the kid that the guy had. Yeah, for sure. And the, and the thing is, his legacy just lives on forever, and it's just like a fantastic film. Yeah. So that's why Greater's my number thirteen. I yeah. mean, I I won't like personally like, go out and watch it, but if I definitely need. I'll, I'll be the first to admit, if there's sometimes I need a little bit of a, tear, of a tearjerker, I'll watch it. Yeah, yeah. And I don't care who I admit it to. No, yeah. 
And I've got one or two tear jerkers on my list too, most definitely. Well, um, I mean, there's there's got to be a few. Yeah. For example, uh, my next one, my number twelve is radio. So yeah, that one's kind of a radio tear jerker. Radio is definitely a tear jerker, especially when he loses his mom. Oh God! That, yeah. That I know. one just kinda, I would ball like a baby during that scene. Same. I'm gonna be honest. Did that one kind of cut me kind of hard? That one can cut anybody hard. Like, yeah. Okay, that's one of those things. Like, it's. I think personally, it's like one of those like feel of dreams things. Yeah. Like, can any guy literally watch that movie without bawling? At that in that particular in that scene. particular scene, yeah. Like, especially. I like, haven't met anyone that hasn't. As no, been. I mean you can't. You really can't find anyone because yeah. like that particular scene will break your heart. Yeah. Like, I remember watching that for the first time. I think you... I don't know how old I was, but I remember, like, when that scene came out, I was bawling. Yeah. Same. Yeah. What is your number... That was my number 12. What was your number 12? My number 12 is Friday Night Lights. Okay, yeah. I mean, we're not going to go into it anymore, but Friday Night Lights, I mean, I still remember watching it as a kid, like, going upstairs and watching it. Watching it. Like, it was... I mean, I didn't... I mean, I wasn't a huge fan of, like, all of, like, the partying scenes and stuff that they did. Well, I mean, like... Oh, then again, it is Texas. It was Texas, so. but you gotta also remember, like, it happens here, too. True. Like, well, I mean, I didn't... I really didn't go to too many parties as... It didn't really happen much from the high school I went to. Well, I mean, like, it happened a lot at the high school I went to, but... Yeah, because you went to public school, that's probably why. Yeah, probably so. I mean, like... I didn't go to a lot of par- a lot of parties. I mean, neither did I. I mean, I, I just didn't see the point. I mean, yeah, you basically were there just to hang out, and it's basically just like one hang- one big hangout with like a bonfire. I'm like, what the heck do you do? Yeah, I think the only actual party I went to is probably like an after prom party or something. Uh, oh, I mean, there's definitely a couple after prom parties that were fun that we that I went to. Yeah, uh, there was a couple bonfires that I went to, and a couple house parties. I mean, other than that, it was Dude, bonfires are always good times. Oh, it's great, but I. I never really seriously partied and party that much. Yeah, for sure. Like I always like just hung out with just hung out with friends on Friday night, or if, or if not, like if I was just too exhausted, right? Or or on Saturday, like I was, I was like exhausted. Like I just wanted to go to bed. I really didn't yeah. care. Yeah. So, but anyway, we, I'm not going to get into too much detail about Friday Night Lights since we already did. Yeah. My number eleven, which mm-hmm. I believe we're up to, is Jerry Maguire. Show me the money. I mean, now... That's, like, the literally only line I can say that I can remember from that <laughs> movie, because I... Cause I, that's the one that stands out the most. Well, I mean, that's one of those things that definitely... No, no, I mean, like, there's also the, the scene that was, like, you had me at hello. Oh, yeah, true. I mean, I think that was one of... The, Jerry Maguire is one of those movies that... It's, it's kind of like a sports movie, but it, but it has, like, a... A drama feel to it, yeah. Because I mean, you got a guy that's playing a sports agent that's trying to get this, uh, trying to get this wide receiver signed to a yeah. big time deal, mm-hmm. and at the same time, uh, he's trying to work out his relationship with his girl and save his then save his relationship. Yeah, and it's it's just a good it's just a good all around movie, like to, to me personally. Yeah, true. And keep in mind, this was like one of the very first movies that Jonathan McNick. Uh, like Nicky was it? Oh yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. And I also remember him from uh, 
Like my, like Mike. And like Mike, uh, the little vampire. Oh yeah, he was a little vampire. Um, Stuart Little. Yeah, that's right. He was not yeah. Stuart Little too. Yeah, it seems like forever ago. It, and, it and was yeah. to us. It was it was a lifetime True. ago. Yeah. Anyways, so, who's your number eleven, dude? My number eleven is is one of those uh, ESPN thirty for thirty documentaries. Uh, you don't know Bo. Ooh. Yeah, Bo Jackson. I like. I like. Yep. I like that one. Cause he, cause he not only killed it up in in football, he also killed it in baseball too. Well, he was one of those that made playing two sports cool. Yeah, I think he was like one of the first ones to do it. No, he was the first one to do it. True. Like, at least publicly. Yeah. True. But I mean, like, I mean, I we could go back to the whole like small town high school thing. Like, you played multiple sports, like. A lot of people, they would go directly from football to basketball and from basketball to baseball. Yeah. Like... A lot of guys at my high school did. I wasn't one of them, though. No. I only kind of stuck with football. I was I was one of those that if I would have had... I probably did... I did football for at least one year. Yeah. And so... I kind of took... My sophomore year, I kind of took a break from, from sports. Yeah. But then again, like... If you ask my opinion, I think anyone could probably say marching band is definitely a sport. Mm. Don't be rolling your eyes at me. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, like, I mean, I think cheerleading is more of a sport than band. And yeah, I said it. Get the hell out of my apartment. <laughs> no shame. No, I bet no shame. I mean, I'm not denying that cheerleading is isn't a sport. It definitely is. I mean, if I mean, if I said that I didn't, my sister would come over here and whoop my ass. Yep. So. I don't know. I mean, and I like, wouldn't even try to stop her. Oh, I know, but but yeah. I mean, like when I was in high, when I was in high school, one of my one of my biggest regrets was was not playing basketball and soccer when I was in high school. Well, my thing was like I I definitely regret not like wanting to play baseball sooner. I would love to play baseball through high school, but my yeah. thing, but my thing was like I I didn't get along with the. With a head coach that that often, like I I didn't. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, if the head coach was completely different, I would have played baseball. Sure. Without, yeah. without question. I mean, just, for me, it would have been football right into basketball and then into soccer after that in the spring. But so, but Bo is one of those that yeah. Literally, almost anything he touches, he's good at. Basically, yeah. I mean, did you see the part of that of that documentary where he uh, actually likes archery? He yeah. makes his own arrows. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Like that is who does that? I know, right? It's insane. It's okay. been a long time since I've seen that one, though. Okay. So, what is your number ten? Um, my number ten is uh, Brian and the Boz. Ooh. Brian Brian Bosworth from OU, former linebacker. I think that one is highly underrated. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, like, it shows that. Uh, Bosworth was not in, not, I mean, he was in the right state of mind, but he wasn't. Yeah. I mean, you could tell that he, he very well could have been on the roids. Mm, I mean, you true. could, I could, but no one could really tell for sure. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it was definitely debatable. No, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, it's definitely debatable. I mean, I'm not going to say that he, he did, but if, but I mean, like that, I think that personally ruined his career. Like. If he would have, like, just combined with... I mean, if he would have, like, just stayed with... 
I think he would have like kept his mouth shut and stay with Oklahoma. I think he was he was a big reason. Oh yeah, that he that he wanted to get out of Oklahoma like as soon as he possibly can just to get rid of, just to get out of the NCAA. Yeah, but he was also one of those that just he felt like he shamed Oklahoma for yeah. a long time, and true. I think some people think that he did. Yeah, I don't think he did. Yeah, I mean, he. I can see that. Like he did, he came, he went to practice every day. He did his job. Yep. I don't I don't see why he would think that he's ashamed, but I think that comes along the line that he was one of the he also grew up in one of those one of the situations that he can never make his dad happy. Right. And especially as a son, that's the worst feeling on this planet. Yeah. But, uh, but, but there's definitely you could definitely tell there was like two different people between like Boz and. Oh yeah, Brian. Oh yeah, but so but you still can't hate him, especially like he's one of those that he flat out says, and he'll still say to this day that burnt orange makes him puke. Yeah, yeah, true. I mean, did you ever hear the story behind that? Probably heard it once, like a really long time ago. The story goes that he was dating this girl, uh huh, and then all of a sudden that uh, this girl dumps him yep. and says that I'm dating, I'm going to date someone else. Like he plays at the University of Texas. And he's going to give me OU Texas tickets. Uh-huh. Actually, I think that's a little bit different. Uh, but that he's that she's dating someone from the University of Texas, and I think she's she still asks him if she can if he can get her OU Texas tickets. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no. And he thought I'd said to the media about about Texas that burn orange makes him puke. Yeah. I mean, like that kind of sentiment, like OU legacy, at least to me. Yeah. I mean. And again, if you're hardcore OU fans like we are, then you know that to be true. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so, so I should be up to number 10. Did you say your number 11? Yeah, I don't I did. know if you did. Yeah, I did. Okay, all right. So my number 10 is You Don't Know Bo, actually. Nice. So, yeah. I mean, we don't really need to go more yeah. in detail. I already you talked did. about that one. Exactly. And, and not a whole lot more to add. All right, so what is your number 10? My number ten was Brian and the Boz. Okay, so that means yeah. I can go to number nine. Yeah. Okay, number nine it. for number nine for me is still one of my absolute favorites. Uh-huh. I'll still watch it every once in a while. It's draft day. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, you can't. I I don't know why, but I love it. Yeah. I mean, Kevin Costner. That's one. That's definitely one of his best films. Yeah. I mean, I was glad to see him actually be in a football movie yeah. for once. I'm not gonna honestly say that that is one of the movies I haven't really seen too many times. Unlike some of the other ones, I mean, but. Kevin Costner, and Jennifer Garner was was great in that movie. Yeah, and also, uh, oh God, what is his name? He just passed away. Um, uh, Chad uh, Chad Bozeman was in there too. Oh yeah, yeah, yep. I mean, that was a great movie all around. I mean, yeah. and also, uh. Adrian Foster was in that movie too. Yeah, former running back for the uh, Houston Texans. And he's oh, yeah. he's all into into acting now. Yeah, so. it's, it's still crazy to think that Chadwick Boseman passed away like that and so young too. Dude. Well, that was one of those that he just didn't tell anybody. Yeah, true. And I guess he didn't. I think if he would have told somebody, then yeah. he probably would have probably would still be here. Maybe, yeah. but he was one of those that he. Want, he didn't want to tell anybody because he was getting so much attention. Yeah. Which... I mean, you can't deny he wasn't 
Oh, Very, yeah. And like the Black Panther and stuff that he did. And in 42. You got Chadwick Boseman was one of those. He played great in Draft Day. Yeah. He was the Jackie Robertson. Mm-hmm. Black Panther. Yep. Uh, James Brown. Yep. He basically played every great African-American icon you could think of. Yeah. But he did he did a fantastic job. This is true. And he uh, he's one of those that he will definitely be be missed. Yeah. You have anything else to add on on draft day for your no, number nine? I don't. Okay. So my number nine, I kind of put both of these on the same line because it's like a two parter documentary. Uh, the U Part One and Two. Well, that's also Miami Hurricanes history. There. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. I really had nothing to say about the U, about the U because I mean we kind of grew up like not really liking the U because of the fact that we're OU. Uh, well, OU and Oklahoma Miami fans. had so many battles in the eighties. Have their history, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I was lucky enough that I actually got to see it in the two thousands. Yeah, yeah. So I actually got to see Miami and Oklahoma play at Owen Field, and it was unbelievable. Yeah, I think the matchup I'm looking forward to having again is the OU Nebraska. That's going to be a good. That's yeah. going to be a good game. But the sad thing is Nebraska is just not good. This is true. They're not good as like they've used to be. I, that's kind of the thing that I kind of wish that not only Nebraska, but I wish that Texas was good was getting good. I yeah. mean, they, I mean, they're starting now with like Sarkeesian. I mean, there's their recruiting is starting to get a lot better. But when Texas, when Oklahoma's good and Texas is good, everything's good. I mean, like it it doesn't make the Big Twelve look like a pushover anymore. But I think yeah, exactly. Big, but I think the Big Twelve has never really been. A, a push-up. Yeah. And not to mention that uh, one matchup between uh, OU and Texas Tech when Baker Mayfield and Patrick Mahomes were going at it. That was... I, I couldn't believe that. That was insane. Didn't they have like 800-something yards of that game? No, it was over 1,000 yards. That's right. Yeah. I don't know why I was thinking 800-something. No, it was it was well over 1,000 yards. Like, yeah. I mean, that was a little a literal back-and-forth battle that I was just like, yeah. this cannot be happening. Yeah. And I watched this game in Texas. Mm-hmm. I don't think there was a whole lot of defense played that game, to be honest. Again, it was the Big 12. There was no defense in general. True. Yeah. Anyways, so uh, what's your number nine? That was my number nine. Uh, draft day. Oh, okay, yeah. So, so what's your number eight? My number eight is Invincible. Okay, yeah, the Vince Papali story. The Vince Papali. I mean, that that's just too good. I mean, yeah. like, I will say Mark Wahlberg did a good job in, the, in that oh, movie. Yeah. I True. mean, like, it's one of the, he's one of those guys that was like short. That was short. Played one year college ball or not college ball, but yeah. one year of high school football. But basically played in like pickup games every time. He got and got really good. Yeah. But and he was a in. You gotta also remember the Eagles were that bad. Yeah, true. And this is when now uh, back then newer head coach Dick Vermeil, and also remember Dick Vermeil was the coach that took the greatest show on turf Rams yeah. to the Super Bowl. True, and won. Yeah, but he was the he was the one that said like you know what the Philadelphia Eagles are gonna hold open tryouts because. Let's be real. I mean, they couldn't really get rid of anybody. They couldn't really clean house or do anything like that because yeah. no one really established that. True. So it was. I mean, this just a story was in general, and he thought, and this was like right after like his wife left him, and 
saying that he wasn't good enough and overcoming all kinds of adversity. Yeah. I mean, it was it's just a great film and especially that it was a uh god, what was it? A Disney movie. Yeah, true. I mean, that I mean it was great. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, what was your number 8? Okay, so my number 8 was was uh along the same lines as far as it being like a Disney thing. Uh, this one uh, this one I actually was watching it on Disney Plus. It's called Safety. Ooh, um, I have yet to see that. It's really good, dude. I recommend it. It's about uh, a former uh, Clemson linebacker who who uh, ends up having to take care of his little brother because their mom like checks into rehab and stuff, and he had no choice but to like uh, sneak him like into his dorm room and and, and stuff, and eventually like. The coaches and like NCAA found found out about it, and and they were almost at the point where they were gonna penalize them, but they decided to make like certain exceptions on things like that for college players that are in those kind of. I think I think that's actually really cool. I mean, like yeah. if you're in like that kind of a bind, like I don't think yeah. that. I mean, I mean I, I you got to understand, life happens. You life know? does happen. Like, yeah, like. There's some there's certain things that you like go through in line yeah. your life. I mean, like if you're like if you like if that kind of search situation happens, like it's 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 a hard situation. Yeah. I mean, but, he would have rather had. I mean, his I mean, seriously, like if him. it was your little brother, I mean, what would you do? Yeah, exactly. I mean, personally, I probably would have done the same thing he did if it was me because because like him, I wouldn't want to see my little brother go to like a foster home or something like that or a group home. Would you? Oh, absolutely not. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, I could, I mean, I don't have a little brother. I have a little sister, but yeah. she's, like, maybe almost two years younger than me. I mean, yeah. like... I mean, I don't have any younger siblings as I'm the youngest, so I don't really know about that. Right. But, yeah. There are times where I wish I did, though. Well, I mean, I mean, my thing with, my, with me is just, like, with me and my sister, like, we, uh, we fought a lot as yeah. kids. Yeah. Like, we were that close in age that it was more like, it, it was just nitpicking. Yeah. I mean, me and her, I mean, just are just now getting to the point where we're actually having a decent relationship. Yeah. I mean, my older and, my older siblings and I, we always were constantly fighting because of the fact that, like, I was, it's like, I'm so much younger than they are. Because is we're about seven, eight years apart. Right. So, so yeah. But anyways, yeah. Um, the movie safety just kind of helped me look at things in a little bit of different perspective. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like it takes like you know what? What would you do for someone else's life, especially for family? Yeah. Exactly. And like, I mean, I mean, I didn't see the movie, but right. I've seen previews and I've seen yeah. like trailers of it, and it looks fantastic. Yeah. It has to be on your watch list. Oh, definitely. I'm definitely gonna be yeah. watching. That's probably gonna be something I'll be watching Saturday. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I mean, what else is really on yeah. except for like maybe the Super Bowl, or maybe uh, this next week on, on one of the days you decide to not go to work because it's gonna be insanely cold out. Yeah, for if no matter what, like what time you're actually watch uh, listening to this, this upcoming week, especially in the four hundred five, like it's going to be insanely cold. We're going to yeah. have wind chills and, and probably like, the negative the tens. Ne- yeah, 
And uh, they're saying that we're probably going to surpass the record of most consecutive days below freezing. Wasn't that record like, I don't know, like 11 or something like that? 13. Oh, okay, yeah. Wow. They're saying that we might hit 15 or 16. Dang. Yeah. So I'm not looking forward to that. I mean, records are made to be broken, so, but... I don't want that record to be broken. Right, yeah. Anyways... I mean, I can deal with the cold, just not yeah. too much of it. Anyways, to finish up my last thought here on safety, um, that movie actually helped me to have just a hint of respect for Clemson. Just a hint? Yeah, a little bit. Well, I mean, like, you, you can't really deny, like... I mean, you kind of don't really like Clemson for it being Clemson. It's kind of like the same thing. You don't like Alabama because it's Alabama. True. And also, you got to remember back when Alabama wasn't that good, you we all hated Florida. Yeah. But you, and then you can go from USC and like everyone hates yeah everybody else. But it's just it, and it just goes on and on. It goes on and on and on. But I think, I mean. You kind of have to show at least some respect for, especially in that I've had, especially since that's based on a true story. Yeah. Okay, so are we on number seven? Yeah. Okay. What's your number seven? My number seven is I'm going for an ESPN thirty for thirty. I kind of wish I would have had this higher up on my list. Yeah. But it is one of my all-time favorite documentaries on ESPN thirty for thirty. Yep. But the only reason why it's as low as it is is because of how freaking long it is. Yeah. It's the Pony Excess. Ooh, I forgot about that one. I love that. I love that yeah. doc. Mainly because, like, it's just... Alright, for those that don't know, it's a story about the SMU Mustangs. Yep. And how they got into a massive NCAA violations during the 80s. Like, from probably, like, 1980 to 1987. Yep. Like, they, they had multiple, and I think a bunch of NCAA violations. Like, to the point where... They actually were the first and currently only school, which they probably shouldn't be at this point, Yeah, to receive what is called the death penalty. Yeah. Which is no football for, what was it, a year? Something like Two that. Two years? Yeah. Like, there's, like, no homecoming, no foot, no football, no nothing. It was crazy. And, like, that was one of those... I can't like, even imagine. Oh, I couldn't like even that. imagine either. Like, apparently, that was actually, like, one of the... Last year's that Switzer actually got his recruits and actually hit it big time. Yeah. But then again, like a couple years later, Switzer wasn't even at Oklahoma anymore. True. So. True. But, I mean, Pony Excess is just like, it wasn't just insane, but you got to also take into account of where it's also at. That plays yeah, a monster. SMU, yeah. SMU is, for those that really don't know anymore, that SMU was in the heart of Dallas. Mm-hmm. And back in the 70s and 80s, Dallas was like, Big time oral money. Yeah. Like, if you lived in Dallas, you were making it big. Oh, yeah. That's where it was at back in the day. Oh, I know. Dallas was it. Yeah. But, I mean, Dallas, yeah. If you lived in Dallas, you have money. Yeah. I mean, there's sure. some, I mean, there's some parts of Dallas that you say, if you live in Dallas, you still have money. But if, but it, but Dallas has expanded from probably the 70s and 80s and 90s to, oh, yeah. to now. Big time. But, but overall, if you had money, you basically lived in Texas because of, it was oral money. Yeah. And they would pay off recruits. Like, great example. Eric Dickerson. Oh, yeah. Considered one of the greatest running backs of all time. One of the greatest SMU running backs of all time. Take a wild shot in the dark where he was going to go in the first place. Hmm. He was verbally committed to the University of Oklahoma. Seriously? I'm dead serious. 
And what the hell happened? What the hell happened was, like, someone paid off and bought him a car. Oh. Yeah. Or, from what he said, that his grandmother gave him a car. But I think we all know that someone paid his grandma to give him a car, and his grandma gave him the car. Yeah. So, they technically did not violate NCAA rules. This is true. But I, but I think pretty I much feel like there's a fine line there, though. There's very much a fine line. Yeah. Yeah. Do that this time, and and, uh, and it'll probably be completely different. Now, I do got to ask before before we go more into that. Like, do you? Th- I mean, we're all still it's still relatively fresh of the whole Penn State situation. Oh yeah. Do you think Penn State should have gotten the death penalty? Um. I mean, it was kind of a complicated situation, to be honest. How is it complicated? I mean. I mean, with everything that happened with, like, Sandusky and stuff. Yeah. Um, that whole thing was just sad. Yeah, for sure. Personally, I, personally, I think they should have. Yeah. Because that was just too wrong, too messed up to really... Yeah. To really, like, be wrong. I think the NCAA should have... I mean, I mean, didn't they receive, like, a post season suspension for a couple years or something I think it was like five that. years yeah that's right but I think they probably should have gotten the death penalty if you if you're asking my God's honest opinion yeah alright what is your number seven okay so my number seven is another one of those like a feel good overcoming ad- adversity type of movies um it's called uh, a 23 blast ooh why and, did I forget 23 blast and uh for those of you who don't know, it's about uh, it's about this guy who ends up developing a uh, a rather serious infection in his eyes, and he, and he ends up going blind overnight. But but at the end of it all, he decides to overcome that, and he decides to go play f- football again, not as a wide receiver, and not and not as a wide receiver. They put him as the starting center. Well, maybe not the starting center, but a well, center I mean, nonetheless. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, like if you're blind, I don't see him being a starting a starting center. True. But that movie was actually really good. Yeah. Like it was a very very good feel good movie. Like it was. Yeah, for sure. It, it was heart wrenching at the very beginning of it, but it was still really good. Oh yeah, absolutely yeah. Uh, and I had just watched it for the first time maybe like a year or so ago, because I mean it really hasn't been out that long, has it? <sighs> Probably about five years. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. Okay, so you said you're number seven already, right? I believe so. Yes, Pony Excess. Okay, yeah. Okay, so what is your number six? Number six is Blindside. Blindside. Yep. Well, I mean, we don't. I mean, we've already discussed Blindside with you, so you don't really. So yep. you really don't have to get into it. Right. Oh, um, I did want to say uh, one other thing about twenty three, twenty three blasts. Um. I was kind of surprised that uh, Alexa Vega was in that. I completely forgot she was in there. Yeah, yeah. She played, like, the girlfriend of the guy who went blind or whatever. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, everyone, like, especially, like, if you watch, like, Spy Kids, I think everyone... I think everyone remembers... Everyone remembers Alexa Vega. From that first, yeah. I mean, have you seen her now, though? Yeah. Wow. Exactly. Yeah, and uh, I... Believe she married one of the guys from Big Time Rush. It was a show on Nickelodeon about like this 
boy band or whatever. Yeah, I, but yeah. Again, I wasn't much of a Nickelodeon guy. I, I, I like Nickelodeon back when it had like commercial cartoons, yeah, like Doug and Rugrats. And, oh my gosh, yes. But we get, but we could get into, we could get into a full hour of that, and yeah. we'd still be talking. But yeah. All right. So, what is your number six? Okay, so my number six is uh, facing the giants. Oh man. Yep. I love that one. That yep. is especially the. One scene where uh, he gets down on all fours and does the crawl all the way across the, the field. What's called death crawl? What's called the death crawl? Which death I crawl. would not want to do that. Which is basically an, uh, based on an obsessive bear crawl. Yeah, basically. I hated doing those. Yeah, I don't think I ever actually did quite to that extent in high school. I don't think anybody re- really did. Yeah, but um, at least to my knowledge. Yeah, but but we always made it a point to do what's called the Oklahoma drill. Oh, I mean, like, you're in Oklahoma, you're going to have to do it. Well, yeah, it's expected. Yeah. Anyways, but, but yeah, uh, that movie, great movie. For those of you who don't know, it's about this, uh, it's about this team who had, like, a really big losing record. Well, he, well, they lost, like. They had, like, five losing seasons or something like that? Something like that. Five or six. I mean, I actually just, I actually literally just watched Facing the Giants last night. Nice. But yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I really don't have a whole lot else to add for facing the Giants. Other oh, than... I could. Oh, I could add a ton because okay, going to it. This is actually my number five. Nice. So yeah, go for it. So facing the Giants is like one of those like you know if you're completely down in your luck and like you're going through hard times and this is this is very much a Christian movie. Yeah, it really is. And uh, he is like he like is. On the verge of getting fired. Yeah. Like, he has a losing season. Mm-hmm. He can't... Pro- he basically can't provide for his wife. Right. And the worst part, and I think any man would feel incredibly awful about this, like, he's the reason why they can't have kids. Any guy would just be ready to pack it in and just, like, go into a hole and crawl in and die mm-hmm. by that point. But he was just like, well something's got to change and he basically went into like a like he had to change his whole entire philosophy on how he coaches football yeah and he more looks to the uh, looks to more of the script, scripted word and one of the one of the things that just stood out to me because I was actually discussing this with uh, my dad and a pastor friend of ours today at lunch was that the, my favorite verse out of all that was Revelation chapter 3, mm-hmm. verse 7 and 8, I believe. It is basically, uh, we serve a God that opens doors and no one can shut and can close, or uh, close doors and nobody can shut and opens doors and no one can open. And yeah. basically, behold, I base for you open door. And basically saying that the Lord is not through with you yet. True. And there was, and the funny thing was, like, during that particular scene, I still remember my grandmother, God rest her soul, would tell me that kind of particular story, but kind of told it in a different way. Yeah. And he was like, well, there's a story about two farmers, and this is this is actually kind of interesting and very inspirational to most. Like, there, there's a story of two farmers that both desperately needed rain. Both of them prayed for rain. But only one of them went out and prepared his field to receive it. Yeah. And I'll ask you this. Which one do you think trusted God to send the rain? Um, probably the one that went out to the field to prepare it. And it made you think, like, which one are you? 
Yeah, good God, point. God will send the rain when he's ready. Yeah. you got to be... you got to uh, prepare your field to receive it. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of a philosophy, like, within the last six months. And I think anyone that really knows me that I've been going through a transformation myself, both yeah. physically, mentally, uh, just a bunch. Like, I've actually lost almost 60 pounds. Yeah. And... I have been like more on, on like a positive attitude, and it's more like I've actually been on my mind. I was like, you know what? I'm preparing myself for rain. Yeah, like I'm preparing myself for like any kind of situation I can think of. Yeah, for sure. But it's yeah. one of those things that always stuck with me. Like I've always loved that movie. Oh yeah, for sure. So that that's all I kind of say, say about yeah. Faith and Giants, which ironically is my number five. That was your number five, right? Okay, so my number five is. We are Marshall. Great, great story, based on a true story, no less. I know. Remember that was off, that was also on my list too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, so and we don't need to go into crazy too much detail about yeah. it. But I mean, all all we're gonna tell is like that's one of those. I mean, she's kind of sad to think that stuff like that actually happened. Well, what's sad is that there is an area in a, I believe it was in a uh, cemetery where there are six unmarked graves that. They're at the bot of the bodies of the West Virginia crash. Oh wow! That they couldn't even tell who it was because their bodies were so badly burned by the oh, jet wow. fuel. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, it was insane. Yeah. But, All right. So, what's your number four? My number four is Brian and the Boss. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like I will absolutely willingly go out of my yeah. way to to watch that movie. Yeah. Or I mean, actually, that... actually, the doc. It's a doc, actually. Yeah. I mean, I had that one in my top ten, so I really can't complain about that. No, I mean, like, I think any Oklahoma fan would absolutely absolutely love this movie. I mean, yeah. I think any Oklahoma fan will actually watch any kind of document, docu-series, or any kind of doc, any kind of, like, documentaries that would involve OU football in some way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But... I'm actually gonna go. I'll actually go one more further. I actually had one of my honorable mentions that I did not even think about until right this second. Okay. And I cannot believe I forgot it because it was such a long and such a great documentary. Yep. OJ Made in America. Oh yeah, yeah. That was. I actually considered putting that one on my honorable mentions list. I don't know why. I, did. I don't. I didn't even think about it, and I have no yeah. idea why. Yeah, for sure. But all right. Yeah. Kind of random, but I thought I would go ahead and say it. What is your number four, dude? Okay, so okay, so my number four is yet again one of those like overcoming adversity films. Um, it's called The Fifth Quarter, starring Ryan Merriman. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and for those of you who don't know, it's uh, a basic. It's a basically based off of a true story about a about a linebacker from a. Uh, Wake Forest University, who uh, ends up using his, losing his younger brother in a uh, in a uh, car crash, Ooh. and so and so he ends up basically just like losing it com- completely. He didn't even really have the will to play v- football for a while, and like I mean, could you blame him though? No, exactly. But I mean. Through like the support of like his family, his friends, and his girlfriend, and everything, he he basically got back. He managed to get him himself right and back on the team, and then he ended up wearing his little brother's uh, n- number five. 
And so I just thought that was always really cool. That's definitely great. Yeah. Well, I think if I know if I know you as well as I do, I think our top three is probably the same, but it's in a different order. If I had to take a wild shot in the dark, I think so. I want to say you're probably right, but but let's do it. Okay, number three, at least for my number three, is the greatest that never was. Mine too. Yep. That yeah. one was such a great doc- documentary that it was just... Marcus Dupree, baby. I mean, I never knew. Like, I heard stories about Marcus Dupree, and I, yeah. but I never knew anything about him. Yeah. I'm just like... And I also like Until thought, we like, watched that documentary. Exactly. Like, I had no idea. Yeah. Like, I always heard stories about Marcus Dupree, but, yeah. you know, but I mean, na- I mean, you look at him now, like, he's kind of rolling in it because of this document. Yeah. This document. Exactly. I mean, I think if he didn't have, like, all those, like issues or anything that he he went through and stuff if he just would have stayed well it wasn't just issues it was the fact that he thought that he was better than everybody else but he also got really 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 bad advice yeah and I guess if it wasn't for all that and if he would have stuck with it he he probably would have ended up with the Heisman as well not only a Heisman but a national championship if not two more than likely yeah because when was he there 1980 1983, 84, 80, or should have been... Because that was a yeah. few years after Billy Sims, right? Yeah, it yeah. was like literally right after Billy Sims. Yeah. And like it was like 1983, like he was... He was like he got there and he was it. Like... Yeah. I, kid, like he, I believe he dominated the 83 season. I think it was 83, don't quote me on it because... Yeah, pretty And sure I think 1984, like he basically played OU2... Played the entire, played half the season all the way up to OU Texas, and then and then that was it. He didn't come back, which which I think which was kind of interesting because he if he would have probably stayed and would have dominated and at least got better, he would have won a Heisman Trophy easy. Yeah, and also since he and if he would have stayed for the nineteen eighty five season, he would have won an, he would have won a national championship. Yeah, and um, speaking of OU running backs, I just got a alert on my phone that said uh, OU just. Uh, it picked up a five-star running back. What? You're kidding me. No, uh, Relique Brown. You, let me see that. It's right here on Bleacher Report. Is it for 2021 or 2022? Uh, it's uh, it's the edition of 2022's number three running back. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Is that who I think that is? Probably. From modern day? Um, let me see. If it's who I'm thinking of, then we just got to steal. Okay, yeah, sorry for, the, like, the dead silence. Like, this is actually, like, really, really seriously big news. Yeah. But, I mean, that, the kid that we're talking about is, like, a like a monster beast of a running back. Yeah. And I think he was down to Oklahoma and Georgia, I believe. No. He, he he was down to Oklahoma, Alabama, Michigan, and maybe a few more. It actually moves the Sooners up to top five recruiting class. For yeah, it was the guy out of Modern Day. Yep, I was right. The Modern Day High School, especially in California, is like where you get your stud, where you get your stud football players. Yeah, but yeah, he's number three running back and twenty fifth ranked player overall. Yeah. 
Sorry about that. We just got really excited about it. Well, I mean, like, you get probably the top running back in the country, like, you kind of get a little excited about it. Like, he's well, a, yeah. Like, he's a, like he's a little a, excited? Okay, very excited about it. <laughs> Thank I mean, you. Especially yeah. coming now for, for OU football, like, we, I mean, OU lost out for the second year in a row on a five-star running back. Both yeah. to Alabama. Yeah. So you kind of would see at least a little bit of our frustrations. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that was our number three for the best it ever was. Would you like, do you yeah, know? Marcus Dupree. I mean, is there anything you want to add to it? Or? Um, all in all, it was just a great documentary. Yeah, on, I mean, on him. what I didn't realize that also he chose like many other players to play in the USFL. I mean, yeah. And then he got majorly hurt. Yeah. And then chose to come back and like gets himself in like an incredible shape and then finally makes it to the NFL as a Los Angeles Ram. Yeah. Played for, what, another two, two, three seasons and then called it quits? Something like that, yeah. Not not bad. I mean, like, he still made it to the NFL. I don't know if he's getting that NFL benefit package, but but I think now, especially th- from the best it ever was docu- uh, docu- uh, the doc, basically, he's he at least made some good money out of it and he's investing it wisely. Right. I mean, do you know how many autograph sessions he's gone to in Oklahoma? Like, I the I mean, I remember running into him just like I think somewhere in Norman. He's just like the nicest dude. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's a, there's still a few senior legends that I have met that are that are just nice guys. I mean, believe it or not, like Barry Switzer when he wasn't like completely candy is a great guy. Yeah. So like, Marcus Dupree. He was only at OU in 82 and 83. Uh, well, that was, I was close. Yeah, yeah. So, I was yeah. a year off, so I, I thought 83 was his freshman yep. year. So, so anyway, yep. going to, since that was both of our number threes. Okay, yeah, so my my number two, well, let me say this. My number two and my number one could... Easy be flipped. Easily be interchangeable with one another I, I think like. I know I think I yeah. already know what, what they are but I okay so my number two is remember the titans okay yeah see mine is completely flipped because yeah. I because I know who I have as I know who I who you have as number one yeah right so so I so, let, yeah. I say let's go ahead and talk uh, and talk about it since, yeah I mean remember the titans remember the titans is actually the, my number one one of the greatest Football movies ever. I could probably quote that mo- that whole entire movie word for word. Yeah, sunshine, <laughs> sunshine. I. That, it's uh, funny thing is like that's actually like an ongoing joke with me and my mom. Yeah, like me. I don't. I don't know why, but mm-hmm. we like to quote movies. Like, yeah, that was. I kind of like to do that. too. That's our thing. Like we kind of do like the thing like the scene where they talk about Bird Tears, Mama. Oh my gosh! Yeah. That is the that is hilarious. Yep. Like we, uh, like me and my mom actually quote that nonstop. Like, and I think like one of our favorite lines is like, "Man, I just gave your mom a piggyback, piggyback ride, and she, she weighs, weighs twice, twice as, as much as, as I, I do." Because <laughs> that is a mama joke right there. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, Louis Elastic right there. Oh, and, and the, funny, the actor that yeah, the plays actor him is play- lean and cut. Oh, now. he's cut now. Like he, yeah. like he was like five. 70 or something and he's back? probably lost like 300 pounds it's is, that the dude is lean though it's insane yeah like anyone that yeah. like remember, look him up seriously yeah. 
Yeah, for real. Like, look him up. Like, he yeah. is ripped. Yeah. Um, I mean, if that doesn't give you any type of motivation, I don't know what will. Well, that was actually one of the things, like, I was trying to do when I was losing weight. Like, I actually saw him. Yeah. I was like, you know what? If he could lose that kind of weight at age, like, 39. Because yeah. he's like, actually, no, it was, it was, more, it was just more than that. Like, but I think it was, like, age 35 when he started losing weight. Yeah. For sure. And, you know, that kind of, like, motivated me. But then again, I had more, a little more things to look forward to for losing weight. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. Like, this is actually the best I've looked and felt about myself since probably high school. Yeah. I mean, you could vouch for me. Like, I don't look that bad now. You really don't. I mean, I'm looking right at you. And, yeah, I can honestly say that. Like, I'm actually being called skinny now. Yeah. I never thought that I would be called that. Ever. Yeah. Seriously. But... But oh, going back to Remember the Titans, like that one of my all-time favorite scene of is, that movie. This is based on a true story. It is based on a true story. And you couldn't have asked for anyone better to play the coach than Denzel. I mean, come on. No, no, you really can't. Yeah. But Coach Boom. Did, yeah. I mean, didn't Coach Boom like die last year? I want to say it was either last year or the year before. I want to say it was something like that. But I mean, yeah. we don't we don't have to look it up. I, I remember like it was a it was a little bit ago. Yeah. But. Um, The, one of my favorite scenes of that movie is probably one of the most powerful. I think I know which one you're talking about. The Gettysburg scene. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I love that scene. Yeah. Just because, like, you know what, like, and especially the line, like, I don't care if you like each other, yeah. but you will respect, respect each, each other. other. Yeah. And if we don't learn to come together right here on this hollowed ground, we, we too will be destroyed. destroyed. Yeah, but it was like powerful yeah, words right there. I know. I mean, like especially nowadays, like yeah, like most people need to like watch this movie again. Yeah, just because of how how, powerful how much hatred was. like there is in the world. Yeah, like that particular in regards s- to like the whole racism thing. I feel exactly like, like yeah. I mean like yeah. I don't know. I mean like I I personally like love that movie, and I and I and you know me well enough to know that I don't hate anybody. Yeah, for sure. Like. And especially, like, seeing all this, like, hate and bigotry and, like, just div- just divided nation, like, yeah. like, like, the whole, like, Republican-Democrat Democrat stuff. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, that eats at me. Because, like, yeah, it I'm, really does. like I will, I will flat out admit, and this is probably more political that I really want to get because I will, I have a saying, and you know the saying of me well enough, that... The two things I really don't talk about that often, which ironically in this particular podcast episode I've talked about multiple times, yep. is politics mm-hmm. and religion. Yep. Because other because otherwise somebody's bound to get butt hurt about something. Yeah, exactly. But and there, I will flat out admit that I am not I I lean more towards the right than I yeah. do the left. Mm-hmm. But the thing is like I also want. I'm also one of those that I will want to see what the left has to say. Yeah, for sure. Like, and I think that's probably what this country kind of needs is to at least both to really see both sides of things. Yeah. Because like, if we don't, then we're going to be even more divided, and no one's going to be able to fix anything. Yeah. So, hate to get all political and ironically biblical on everybody during this podcast, but. Uh, I guess it, I guess it's kind of what we kind of get for picking particular movies like yeah, this. Yeah, and like uh, back in like my go- government classes, uh, we obviously learned about like the separation of like church and state. Yeah, kind of deal. Oh yeah, I remember that. I remember that not only in like in that 
played a lot into it. I remember that in college government, let alone high school. Yeah, high school government. Yeah, usually. Yeah, but yeah, I remember the Titans based on a true, true story, story, no less. And yeah. I think the other the other one that we have at your number one is actually my number two. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. My number one is is uh, Rudy. Rudy. It's got to be Rudy. 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 <laughs> Love that scene. That's, it's it's a gr- it's a great the, movie. Like the movie. yeah, I just I just don't like the way they kind of. He killed off his best friend Pete in the film, though. Well, that one, that uh, I guess that's wasn't what, that based on a true story too. I or? guess that's kind of what gave him the push to go pursue that dream of going to Notre Dame and playing. I guess. Well, not only that, but he, but he also wanted to make his dad proud. That's true, and ultimately he did. I mean, I mean, true. Like, and I mean, he's still the, only, and he's still the only player to be carried off the field to this day like that. I mean, also think about this: like, if you're like five foot four. Because wasn't he like he was still like crazy short? I think he was like five six at most. It kind of seemed like he was like five four, but then no, again, it could be like he's like five six. Okay, so I can't really say much because he's probably a little smaller than I am. Yeah, but if you're like maybe between around the five six area, yeah, and you have a chance defensive to end, no less exactly, and you have a chance to not uh, to walk on, let alone play at Notre Dame. Yeah, and you gotta remember Notre Dame. I guess now you could say that they they're kind of back, but also back in the day, Notre Dame was it. They really were like they usually always were it. Yeah, Notre Dame was in a class by itself, and that's, yeah, no doubt. But Notre Dame, but if you got a chance to do that, like that's like Notre Dame is still one of like the most prestigious programs in the country. Yeah, for sure. So I think anyone that could actually say that they could walk on Notre Dame and actually be able to play on the field, yeah, is insane. Yeah, well, like it's almost too—it's almost too crazy to me. Yeah, well, with the exception of that whole Monte Teo debacle in Notre Dame that uh, happened. Well, I think I don't think that they could really like—I don't think that they could have really like avoided that. Like, yeah, true. But with that one, it was more of a twenty-one-year-old kid who really didn't know what the heck he was doing. Yeah, I mean, Monte Teo. At the time, I would say good looking. He's still a good looking kid. Yeah. But the problem was he got duped into saying that I have an internet girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And then it ended up. Did it end up being a dude? Yeah, I think so. All the things you remember from back in the day. Oh yeah. But, but I mean, like, you, you kind of feel bad because you like think like you know what like this kid just got duped. Yeah. But Seriously. but it's so, but. Looking back at it now, like I think every everyone like has made a mistake and like say, oh, this is not really happening, and like you know, like everyone really makes mistakes. Like, but the thing about him is like he was on such a big platform that if he made a mistake, everyone's gonna know about it. Yeah, and sure. luckily for like the mistakes that we can make, we're not on that big of a platform, so we'll probably get crap for like maybe a day. He got crap until the NFL draft. Yeah. True. Um, the other thing, another couple things about Rudy is that, like, the actor that played him, Sean Astin, mm-hmm. he's been in other great movies as well. Yes, he has. The Goonies back in the day in the 80s. That's right. Yeah. I forgot he was in the Goonies. The Goonies. And then uh, he also played Samwise Gamgee in the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Did he really? That was him. Wow. Yep. I think I'll always just remember him as Rudy, so... 
I think a lot of people. Will, I mean that that's kind of like are, are going to remember him mostly for that. I think that's kind of but, like the bad thing is like for most. But those actors, are the three things I remember him most from. Well, I think that's probably like the worst thing, especially about actors. Like they get yeah. remembered for certain by certain uh, roles like, that they play. Yeah, like, exactly. Like you can't like you can honestly say that you can't like get a I can't get another role because they'll automatically think of you as this character. Yeah, exactly. Like. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, Kaylee Kuko, for example, like she's the first person I came to mind. Like she, I remember her in maybe two two comedies. Yeah, that was Eight Simple, Simple Rules, Rules and, and The Big Bang Theory. Exactly. Like she will all. I think for how long Big Bang was on, she will always be Penny to me. Yeah. But I mean, like, I think everyone, like, especially like, if there you go, the girl next door. Yeah, she'll be like, she'll definitely be considered the girl next door. Yeah. But yeah. But anyway, guys. That... And the other, and the, uh, and the, and the other thing about Rudy's this. Uh, could could we talk about the Rudy soundtrack for a second? How good that oh, was. Yeah, that was so good. Like espe- I remember, like especially with like the uh, the vocal chants from yeah. uh, from Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. That was so good. I remember uh, um, um, uh, more often times than not, like uh, back in college, I was just sit there in the library and I would just put my headphones on and I would just listen to that soundtrack while I studied because well, it, it kind of helped me concentrate yeah I did too yeah and my other friend Steven did the same not me but yeah and my other friend Steven Steven O'Hearn big shout out to you um he he, he does it even nowadays because when and as he's working from home right now because of the pandemic and everything, he works for OG and E. So, um, and he just has like his little office in the back room, and he just puts his headphones on. Well, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Pops on the Rudy soundtrack and goes to work. Not too bad. Yeah, it's but, really not. Yeah. But anyway, folks, that is our top. Technically, our top fifteen football movies yeah. of all time, basically Ten. for our, for our opinion. Yeah, our top. 15 with like a whole lot of honorable mentions on well, my part <laughs> uh mainly on your part yeah yeah like i had I'm sorry there's just so many movies well i mean a lot of the movies were good but this I is mean, true yeah i mean no yeah. offense dude but you didn't have to name all of them yeah true yeah i mean i mean honestly i didn't really take too long just kind of going through my honorable mentions because i wanted to spend more time on my main ones which i feel like we really did we i mean yeah i will definitely say that we definitely did but i think mean, you can't yeah. really blame anybody for that. No, yeah, exactly. But yeah, that's all we have for you guys this week. Um, Be sure to subscribe. Or yeah. subscribe to us and, and sma- hit that and smash that like button. Just um, like, just like us. Like I said, like if you like us, go ahead and tell us. If you don't, just don't tell us. Yeah. And what are your guys' favorite movies? We want to know. Um, Is there anyone that we miss? Yeah, for sure. Please let us know. Um, We'd love to hear from you guys. Um, But overall, I'm Steven. And I'm Abram, and this was the Amateur Athlete. We out. We'll see you next time. Later. Later.